0: cliffcentral.com
1: This is going to sound like something really terrible to say uh, but um, the fact of the matter is this guy, when he passed on that was the first and only time where I was like, I can't believe that this musician died like this is the only musician that affected me when he died Michael is like I don't know how else to describe Michael Jackson. You you can't get any better. You cannot. Like, you know how people like saying, like, once in a lifetime? This guy was once in a lifetime. Get, don't even... You know what I mean? Like, people used to go to Michael Jackson's concerts and just faint. You know, like... Literally. Like, just faint. I saw there was this um performance of his... I think it was in Brazil or something. And they televised it on HBO and it broke records and whatever... And The craziest thing happened While I'm watching this thing There's a guy Who was in the crowd In a wheelchair And he passed out In the wheelchair <laughs> Like I, I shit you not Only Michael Jackson does things like that I'm sorry you can't compare this guy to anyone else. I You're refuse. Making you sound
2: like you missed out. Or I missed you out wish on. He was alive in his prime. I, oh man.
3: I, I actually think he would have been one of those people who fainted.
1: No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Do you know how much actually, Michael Jackson ticket cost?
3: You would have been <laughs> starstruck if yeah, you were not, a, yeah,
1: but I mean, I not faint. What's the point of going to a concert and then fainting? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Like. <laughs> So, Can you imagine Like if you were one of those people That fainted at the concert mm-hmm. And they ask you So hey man You went to go check out Michael Jackson How was it? Man I didn't oh, see right. shit I, <laughs> good, bro. I passed I out, out. <laughs> <laughs> I Look I was there I remember getting there And then I woke up in the hospital we Like man were you at a concert or a UFC fight? Like, what the hell just happened? And you
2: weren't even drunk. Like, you, you just wrong. passed out, out of seeing someone else.
1: Can you imagine?
2: If there's one guy I would pay for to come or for you to get a hand job from, it'd be Michael Jackson.
1: You would pay Michael to get seriously?
2: I would pay for you to get a hand job. To, to, to give him no, a hand job.
1: No, no. Why would Michael Jackson give me a hand job? Just like, to
2: complete the whole set.
1: Why not? Didn't he have enough <laughs> trouble with kids? <laughs> it's stop it. very it. much. No, that's <laughs> disgusting. Just that say you disgusting. consent. Say I consent. No, stop it. You all don't right consent? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, The crazy Looney Tunes are in the building. (laughs) Uh, I go by the name Just Another Cool Kid, or Jack for short. I'm joined by Nelvin Given and Londi. How are you guys doing?
3: I'm good. Well, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: 2016 is a messy bitch, bro. What happened? What happened?
1: You guys always have interesting stories. What happened?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What happened?
2: There's no story this time, but I feel as though uh, we've all we're all aware now that 2016 is a messy, messy hole. That's just what it is. Yeah, why is that?
1: Why is that? I don't understand why you would open up the show like that. Why I'm, would you say I'm, that? I'm
3: quite interested as to what is he going to say about that because I'm a bit. Uh, the thing I is,
1: the hole. my 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 thing is like, and now he's
3: looking for a hole.
1: Yeah, well, for the earphones, you know. You guys are nasty. We don't have to sexualize. <laughs> everything. You are. You are. Oh, no, you guys are sexualizing everything. Well, why why is 2016 such a messy whatever?
2: I just think you just have to look at the state of the country and the state of the world and the state of people's personal lives as well. Yeah. Uh, it's affected us in different ways, and mostly what we have in common in terms of 2016 being a messy hole is death. Like, there's been so much death. Yeah. Uh, so
1: yeah. Do you know what? Strangely enough, on my side, oh shit! Actually, I I I made a mistake. I actually thought that this was the one year I haven't been to a funeral. But I've been to a couple this year Which is It's never fun Like that's the one thing No matter how zen you might be That you just can't get used to Like that is the It's like it's the final frontier There's no coming back from that Like yeah. once you're gone you're gone
3: It's the creepiest and weird feeling ever
1: Yeah hey man And you know th- From the looks of things Especially in this country Things are insane right now I mean they, I saw pictures on Twitter of uh, the, the the main gate at uh, in 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 Cape Town. Yeah, I, I believe it's the university in Cape Town over there. They burnt it down and stuff, and some people got injured and all of this stuff. And then Skumba got into trouble for speaking about stretch marks and and saggy breasts and all of this I stuff. Apologized. I, I I honestly feel like he had nothing to apologize for. Um Keep in mind The same people That are complaining About what's Kumba said About saggy breasts And stretch mm-hmm, marks mm-hmm. Are the same people That post memes Of Bonang With bricks And Barra utlamo Shabagastena And all of this stuff Yeah So Like You're telling me Stretch marks Is where we draw the line Excuse the pun But that's where We draw the, the line. line
3: And He can joke about disabled people And
1: all of this Other yeah. stuff But Stretch marks No don't go to stretch marks. Talk about whatever you want. Just not say tits and stretch marks. Seriously? Yeah, well. That was dumb. And then in the midst of all of these things, uh, we, are, we are seeing somewhat delaying tactics by the presidency in its uh, efforts to, you know, spoil Tuliman Doncella's last couple of days or weeks as uh, the public protector.
3: This country goes through things that, like in one day or in one week, that most countries would go through in months.
1: I ju- I just feel like, at this point in time, there's this overwhelming feeling that I get that people just don't want to be doing their jobs. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Tulima Donzella would have been a problem for the president if the president was just, just doing, doing his, his job. job. Yeah, yeah, right?
3: Yeah, like it's it's either it's either he's he's. Or lack of a better word his, his cronies are too blind to see That he's actually hiding something Or he's very much squeaky clean And they don't want his image to be tainted
1: Okay, let's, 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 let's get this out of the way This is a fact There is no such thing as a clean politician Forget that Yeah Like, if you're looking for someone Who's going to tell you the truth All the time as a politician And got there through the merit of his work And blah blah Man, forget that Sit down In fact, the higher you are The bigger your skeletons I believe
2: Might as well say I'm gonna go eat Some clean ass
1: (laughs) Exactly There's no such Just doesn't make sense At all
2: I think Look man uh, My summary on that On what Everything that's going on Is that Everybody does it Everybody's got skeletons Like you said Yeah But everybody bribes Everybody accepts bribes And Mm -hmm. everybody has found a way To manipulate Whatever system they're in To make it More fruitful for them
1: But how How do we change That culture Man I mean you're you're talking about people that have salaries, that 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 are, that are going home.
3: Not just salaries, fat salaries.
1: You know, that that have got tons of money and yet they still have the time to be taking bribes. Like I, I don't know. Like shouldn't shouldn't it, that it culture down, change?
3: It boils down to morality though. It's it's dead. But how do we bring it back? <laughs> the,
1: the thing is, everyone seems to think that morality is based in religion, so that's when You know, we start discussing Jesus and Muhammad and, you know, I just honestly believe that everyone knows the difference between right and wrong. Like, I don't think you will.
3: Common sense. Yeah.
1: And yet people are still doing as they please. It's how do we solve it? Like, does anyone actually have a solution to this stuff?
3: Do you think there is a solution to this?
1: Yeah. I just think government officials should not be paid. They shouldn't be paid at all. Like, okay. What does what? the president use his money for? Like right. let's be honest. The president That's a very gets good north, question, north of 2 million rand. American yeah. Swiss, what exactly is the president using his money for? Like his actual income. What does he use that money for? Like Huh? I mean, is he going to wake up and say my kids can't go to school. I don't have money for school fees. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. And you're the president. Your kids can't go to what?
3: Because you don't have money? That's
1: that Okay, we can cancel that. He doesn't have to buy a car. Do you think he pays rent Uh, He's got a bigger house than 95% Of (laughs) (laughs) the people In this country So
2: What what do they need money for
1: What do they actually need money for Like seriously
2: He's spending his money on cool time it ain't cheap right? It's not free also Come on He's on these streets Buying snacks Come At on. the expense okay. of, of the poor at, yeah. the, at the expense of The have not
3: hey.
1: I'm, I'm sorry I am so sorry Like that To me right. That is one of the most Like I, I could never Figure it out Even when I was a kid man Like when Tabumbeki was president My dad was like Yeah this guy gets paid so, such, and such and such But I was like But what does he Pay for Like what money Does he use Like Jacob is not gonna Wake up with no clothes One day Yeah, That's never gonna happen Yeah Maybe I don't know. We need to get a smarter individual in here and explain that to us. Most probably, he will he will give us a better answer.
3: And props to to the to the public protector. We need more principled people like her in our public service. Like, we hey. hope the next one is going to live up to the mark that she has left. I doubt it. Like, do you understand <laughs> how so much hardcore. of a rock star? Tulima is. She is life. What? She is life and everything good what? in
1: it. She made, she made, uh, Time Magazine's, uh, 100 most influential people in the world. Okay. In do you the know how, world. do you know how big the world is? And she made the 100 list. So <laughs> that is a rock star. She is a rock star, man. Like I, I, I think what we need as the world in, like in general, there's a lot more women like that. Like we need more women in positions of power I feel Yeah Okay Cause You, you can look as far strong, back In history strong as you want women Men always mess things up We just screw things up Like In a colossal manner Like it's, it's shocking
3: Well Like I said We just hope the next one Will be as good Or even better Than she has been We'll see All in good time Yeah
1: Right So um, we're, we're here Trying to You know Lend our part In changing the world Right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, as we all know, global warming is something that we actually should be taking seriously. Um, the effects of global warming are clear as day. I, I mean, we, we can see all of the catastrophes and the weather changing in, in, in the globe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's, it's about time each and every one of us, you know, helps out. Does our little part in our own small way mm-hmm. To make sure that, you know Our grandkids and our great-grandkids And all of them Still have a planet to live on That they can, you know Walk around and breathe without gas masks and stuff Because it, it looks as if one it's day going that way That might just be it yeah. We thought we'd have to leave the planet To come across some aliens Until we became aliens ourselves <laughs> It could happen It could <laughs> happen So uh, We are joined today by uh, Three gentlemen from TUT 20 University of Technology and Say it loud, say it again, say it twice Say it three times fast TUT uh, For those of you who thought that it meant take your time it's No, that's not what it means It is the 20 University of Technology And uh, these guys uh, Are part of the Solar car team You know, and they put together Basically a car that Runs Powered by the sun Right? I think that's cool. I think that's cool. So uh, we're going to start from left to right. Uh, you gentlemen can introduce yourselves and let us know who you are.
4: The name is Nati. Okay,
1: Nati. That, that mic is considerably smaller than you. So
4: there's no reason for oh, yeah. you to be afraid of it. damn. Please don't be afraid of it. Definitely not afraid of it. The name is Nati Setuse. I'm the PR and Logistical Manager for the team Sun Chaser 2, the 2016 Cecil Solar Car Challenge.
0: Yeah, man. My name is Johannes De Vries and I was the team manager for this team. Thank you for joining us Johannes.
5: <clears throat> and my name is Kyle Kyle Brand, sorry, got a bit of flu. Um and I was the designer of the car body and eventually I became a navigator and driver. <laughs> ah. Wow. That's cool, man. Um there was uh, there was a time when
1: I was on TUT campus not too long ago. I think it was uh, when was it Nati? Like 3 that weeks it would have been
4: 3 weeks back.
1: 3 or 4 weeks back. And I saw this weird shaped car. It was you hadn't put the branding on it just yet, but I mean it was black. It was riding around was this one seater thing. And was that is that the car? Yeah. Is that yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that was the car. Yeah. It looks so cool by the way. Uh as far as the design's concerned. Shout out to Kyle. Thanks. <laughs> it, it was a team, not just me. Uh, yeah. It 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 really looks dope. Let me let, let's find out how it actually began. Like how, how how For how long have you guys been trying to put this car together? Is this a 2016 project?
0: No, I think the, the project is more about a couple of years ago. You don't just wake up one day and start a team. So in 2012, we had our first car. We didn't design the car. We did put it together and we were in the race. 2014, we designed and built our first car. And now in 2016, we built our first uh, full carbon fiber monocoque car. That's really cool, man.
1: Um, the, 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 the amount of time It took for all of those things together To put them together I mean that's what Three years And and that's that's pretty dope That's pretty dope um, Why the name San Chaser I've, I've always wondered Like Why San Chaser
0: um, we had a, a couple of different ideas from the team And eventually we ran out of time We said, what is the best one? And we said, but listen, yeah, this car needs the sun So we're chasing the sun all the way we go And that's why I decided to go for a sun chaser
2: Alright, man, that's it. simple as that I wonder if you guys are party animals Because in the party scene, being a sun chaser Is someone that's out the whole night right? And comes back the next morning I wonder if you've lived, have you lived that life? That what? sun chasing life?
4: Well, at a certain part in our lives, I guess everyone, when you hit varsity, you experience that lifestyle. So, yeah, we understand definitely what you're speaking about. But once you get to this level, (laughs) sun chasing becomes a different element altogether because you're working long hours, 24-7 from the day you decide, listen, we're going to have a team participating in the Sasol Solar Car Challenge. Mm -hmm. So once you decide on that, you now need to realize, listen, there's a lot of hours. It seems easy at first because you just say, I want to be part of the team. But once you get there Wow It's amazing Challenging And truly interesting
5: Yeah and then On the race You basically we we waking up At the time That I suppose a party would be ending <laughs> Yeah yeah. Uh, just to get there For the sun Because we want to be there As that sun gets up And catch the, the energy To charge up Before we have to Start driving
1: Let's get into The race itself Like um, what, what needed To be put together uh, If you basically Walk us through From the moment You decided to you know, take part in the race itself?
0: Now, basically, you first need to, to apply, of course, that you want to participate, and then you need to submit a lot of documents. They want to know um, do you have a proper design? Is your electrical system safe? And do you comply? Yeah. Because you do run on public roads. So they need to know, listen, is this car actually roadworthy or is it going to fall apart somewhere along the race? Yeah. Um, Then there's uh, two days of scrutineering. One is your static scrutineering. They measure the car and make sure you comply with battery specifications and solar cells. You can't just put the cells that you want and the amount that you want. And then they want to see if if your car is being handled properly on the racetrack. So you do brake test, you do handling test, and then you do a lap run on on the racetrack so that they can determine what is the starting position for uh, the race. That's really cool um, The race Where did the race start Where's the finish line That kind of vibe The race started in At CSIR um, And we finished In uh, Cape Town At the waterfront So it's from uh, Basically Pretoria to Cape Town
5: Via Port Elizabeth. Via so,
0: Port
1: Elizabeth. Yeah. So it's it's like the long way round. Yeah, pretty much. Um, how? Who drove the car down? Who who was responsible?
5: So there were four of us. Um, I was one of the drivers, and then we had Tian Sumari, and then a guy we call Google. Uh, okay. He, his real name is Jeremy, but we we call him Google. Okay.
1: I'm guessing he's the brains of the group. <laughs>
5: well, well, he always has an answer. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> he's he's Mister Know It All. All right, so um how was it? Let me let's since you were actually in the car, how how is the drive?
5: So like for the first hour it's it's fun and it's cool, but then after like the next half an hour your your backside starts getting sore. Yeah. And then you're pushing to the two hour limit. We're limited to two hours. But by the time you get close to two hours you wanna be out. Like yeah, you, yeah. your backside's sore and you're tired. But it is a lot of fun. It's like driving something that you haven't driven before obviously yeah yeah <laughs> uh, for sure but it's a little a little bit like driving a go-kart but a lot more sophisticated and i mean there's a hundred things going on and you you got to just pay attention so yeah fun but also intense that's
1: pretty cool um this race couldn't have taken like a day and a half clearly um this was what 14 days
5: of well so 8 days of racing okay um yeah 8 days and we we limited you don't so the South African race is, well, it's not a race, it's a challenge. So you've got to dedicate uh, a defined start and end point each day. Each day, yeah. And then you've got loops. So the objective is to do as many kilometers as you can. So each day we would start and then look at our strategy, look at how much battery we had, and then decide how many loops we would do, and then complete the, the, the sort of main drive as well. And then the winning team was the team who, by the end of the race, had racked up the most kilometers. Yeah. So, arguably, you could just do like a hundred loops and do a ton of kilometers. But obviously, you only have the sun, so you've got to play that yeah. carefully.
1: It's like, it's like, uh, you remember when we were growing up, your mom was like, you better be inside the house before the streetlights
2: come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It kind of feels like one of those. You yeah. made sure you were there. You would not miss, like, not cry. even a second later, you'd you would be cry.
5: there. So, so, we had that, like, at half past five was the cutoff. Yeah. And after, any minute later, they start penalizing you. So, yes. so, like, yeah, you, you get there by I mean the one day we had to our car like was running a bit low so we had to put it on the trailer and I mean I don't even know how I still can't figure it out but the car <laughs> flew off the trailer into oh, wow. what's called Park for May which is yeah. the clothes for the day
2: what keeps the team going because obviously you guys are responsible for different uh, facets of this project and then you, you bring it together, you come together and discuss, okay, this is what happened today in terms of this and that. Uh, but what keeps that sort of that team spirit? Because, I mean, it's everybody that's involved. So all of you have to keep each other motivated, I imagine.
0: Now, I think this is the, the choice to be part of a team is more like a, it's a passion. You want to do it. It's not like, an, yeah, maybe I'll join the team because then you will see it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of extra hours. And eventually you will re- remove yourself from the team. So, if you start working on this car for three months, day and night, every weekend, every public holiday, then it's, it's like a family. So, and then you know you need to do whatever it takes to get that car ready for the race and to get into Cape Town in time. It sounds
2: a lot like running a Formula One team. I mean, there's yeah. so much involved, and it's, it's, it's physical, it's mental, like it's training, it's a training experience uh let's let's look I am
1: in in no way intelligent enough to actually talk specifics about the car, but could you just shed some light into what actually goes into making a car like that like the components stuff Look I'm going to sit here With a confused look On my face But this is for our listeners That actually understand What the hell is going on
5: So so Johanna said earlier That it's a full composite uh, Which means well, We use carbon fiber You can use other composites But carbon fiber Obviously makes the most sense It's okay. the lightest For the strength That you get Yeah um, And w- when we say A monocoque design It's basically Like a giant tub So there's no Sort of Chassis Or Tubular internal structure Which gives it its strength The body gives it a strength Yeah So you have the body And then you're basically Bolting on the suspension system the, the, The wheels The wing And the electrics All get bolted onto this body Which can sort of Pull apart a little bit But it's basically Just a big shell and that's mainly the mechanical or the physical side of it. I think Johannes can probably speak a bit more to the electrical side. Yeah,
0: for the electric, it's, it's very important to um, take note of the regulations for that specific race. Um, they define your maximum, they call it uh, active cell area. So if you look at your panel, only the black parts are the active area. So you need to motivate in your documentation that you do not exceed your six square meters surface area. Uh, the configuration on the car, it's, it's up to you. Then inside, of course, you need to take that energy and convert it and store it in the batteries for the rainy day or for your upheels. We designed the own battery pack, and it's not like a a normal pack you buy off the shelf. You buy the components loose, and if I remember correctly, we have 396 cells in the car. It's all individual batteries, and you make up your own pack with serial and and parallel connections. Mm -hmm. And then from there on, you have your motor controllers and that drives your motors and then we have a wi-fi unit in the car that gives us telemetry data so in the support vehicle we can monitor the motor temperatures the speed of the car um, the status of the batteries in terms of charge how much energy is going in the batteries how many energy out and of course what is the status of the
5: battery so, so basically to sort of give you an idea like when you're driving you have a guy in the car following you saying hey slow down okay or speed up or yeah. it like basically telling you no man the battery's dying you've got to calm down that, that has to be a
1: very unique experience Usually when when I'm driving And someone behind me is a taxi driver <laughs> <laughs> Telling me to get the hell out of the way
4: Well on that note also now I'd give you the aspect Mills, Probably which becomes one of the most area, One of the most significant areas Which would be getting Partners more than sponsors okay. On board And also that relationship which you need to have With those people Because at the end of the day As now. Uh, uh, kindly elaborated earlier on it's like the Formula 1 if ever you work this right work the Sasol Solar Car Challenge right it actually gives you that kind of concept because this is the platform where you are able to actually test out the grandest and the most newest improved technologies you can utilize them in this particular race you can actually test them out for your uh, for your partners and it gives you that platform to now minimize the research money which or the research funds which they use to actually develop new products. If ever you've got such a strong team or st- such a strong relationship with your partners, it gives you that ability. And in turn, we also find, if ever you've got a strong relationship with your partners or strong partners, you are now able, when we speak about free education earlier on when we spoke about that, I kind of felt it... You know, tickling me inside to tell me, listen, this is actually one of the facets which we're looking at when we're looking at the Sassel Solar Car Challenge. It's got so many aspects to it. It involves marketing. It involves communication. It involves engineering. Obviously, that's the biggest component of it. But there's so many spheres to it. You are able to breed your own crop for the future. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for. And that's what our partners were giving us. When we come on board, we say now, listen, we've completed the Sassel Solar Car Challenge, 2016 Sassel Solar Car Challenge. Now, already the team has been sitting down thinking already for 2018, what's going to happen? But now we obviously want to improve on each and every step. When we came in 2012, as Johannes elaborated earlier on, it was our first time being there. From there, when the team sat down uh, in 2014, they said, listen, we want to improve on whatever we had done in 2012. Yeah. This time around, we actually went in with a solid goal. They had an, a certain number of kilometers which we wanted to complete. Those kilometers were met, and now the team has gone back and said, Listen, we've met our target. What do we do now? So, those are the interesting sides of it for your stakeholders, basically.
2: You guys are so driven. See what right. I mean? <laughs> But you can tell that Natty's the guy that sells the vision, yeah. sells the the pudding, I suppose, sells the desserts. Um, but it's interesting that you should say, should say that because we barely develop so much of our own things in this, in this country and on this continent, that you guys can do research on another company's behalf uh, to push their agenda, their mandate. You've got the skills, you've got the knowledge, and you've got the research. You've, you, you've done it. Uh, so to be able to do that for a company coming in, I mean, man... I would just say take these millions man Just go flourish you know
5: The thing is, is it's like the car is one aspect But there's like we've been talking again and again There's a thousand little things Like we were talking saying like It's good to know the weather So I mean like a weather station on a support vehicle I mean that's got very little to do with the solar car Other than the weather and the sun But like I mean there can be a whole lot of research and development About monitoring weather for localized areas and all sorts I mean that's there's thousands of little projects and ideas and research opportunities that we would want to partner with to improve our whole team, not just the car, but like the whole running of the race. You know, the um,
1: from, from, you know, whenever people come together to try do something, there's going to be some obvious things that are going to happen. You're going to come across a couple of challenges. You're going to come across, you know, a couple of highlights. Um, Let's start with the challenges. What were some of the difficult things that you guys had to, you know, overcome to get the project done?
5: So, yeah, so there there were many. (laughs) Um, With the design, we we got quite ambitious uh, early on and we had quite a unique shape that we were trying to pursue. And then in the progress, we saw that actually it didn't quite comply with the the rules. There was a very like specific rule, and we, you could sort of interpret it one way or the other. It had a gray it, area. Well, it's gray, but only if you push. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and I think we were pushing a little hard, so then we had to alter the design sort of midway. Yeah. And I, I was actually in, in Cape Town during that time, so we <laughs> I had phone calls and email back and forth, doing the alterations to the design, and I got back to a, a different shaped car. I mean, not too dramatically but dramatic enough mm-hmm. and yeah that was a, a challenge but actually we overcome it quite quickly and quite easily mm-hmm. and then obviously there's lots of little things just like logistical like yeah
0: but I think also in terms of part of, in terms of part of the team um, in the beginning you have a lot of interest from students uh, our first meeting, I think we have more than 25 people in, in the room. Yeah. But as time goes by and you want them to commit, then you see them yeah, leaving silently.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. But
0: you need commitment. You need to know that you can trust someone. Say, so listen yeah, that's your responsibility. You need to fulfill that. Come whatever, that's your responsibility. Make it work. And I think that's quite of the challenges to figure out which team member has got what it takes to be part of the team.
1: Yeah. I, and, and, you know, especially when you, as, as a group, Sometimes things get left by the wayside, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, did you remember to go pick up what I He's like, yeah, I'll do it in 5 minutes, you know? Yeah. It's 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 difficult getting people to work as a group like that. But um we sp- we've just spoken about the challenges. Give me some of the highlights. I know there has to be talents.
5: <laughs> so, yeah, for me as as a driver like um I drove the last sort of stretch into th- C- CBD of Cape Town
1: Was there a coin toss This feels like It was a coin toss well, moment
5: Well basically like, Myself and Tian Were uh, the two original drivers And then we got two more But later And we we discussed it And he's, he had most of his family Up here in Pretoria So oh, okay. he agreed that He would want to Start the race From the CSR And then most of my family Are down in the Cape So I asked Well All right. can I finish that was, That's but, fair That's So fair. it was, it was yeah. fair but, uh, yeah, So not a coin toss But uh, yeah. a negotiation Alright and yeah, so that was sort of hair-raising and scary um, because it was windy. There's tons of traffic, and we had some interesting sort of, well, a very close accident, almost accident. Uh, a guy was sort of very interested in the car and videoing and not watching
0: where he was going.
5: Where he's going, and oh. he almost wrote his backy off and probably the car behind me. I was thankfully just missed it and oblivious because yeah. uh, like my rear view system isn't a three mirrors; it's a little screen on the top. So I didn't see it, but apparently the road was splitting and he almost sort of didn't see the split and hit the cement curb and managed to thankfully regain control. Yeah. So, I mean, all of that was happening. And then but it was still spectacular, driving into the waterfront, making the the sort of cutoff time because once again, there was a cutoff time. And yeah. we we were close. I think we made it by four minutes. And if you think like eight days and we, we cut it into four, four minutes. minutes. So yeah. we were pushing it and the wind and the traffic and it was... But then also my family meeting my family there, so my wife and daughter they flew down, uh, and they were there at the finish, and yeah, it was that, that must was... have been epic. Yeah, no, it was it sounds so proper, epic. proper spectacular. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think some of the other highlights is um, there wasn't a lot of time to test the car before, and so you don't know what to expect. Is uh, is it good or is it is it bad? Hmm. And once you've done the first and you see but this is our kilometers these are the other teams well it's actually not too bad yeah and and for me what was the nicest is we, ne- we didn't have any problems with the car during the race we saw other teams breaks down have to pull off has to weld whatever and then our car just keep going and it, for me that was a great achievement it yeah. kept together from Pretoria all the way all to Cape Town that is yeah. That is that that is fantastic
5: and I think one or two other small details like one day we stopped next to the road to charge and out of nowhere we had like a group of kids who just were super excited and like checking out this car Yeah. and then we had like chatting to them and then actually we sort of gave them some sweets and stuff and then we actually they encouraged them to sort of pick up litter next to the road and I mean in the end we won the environmental award and we, we, we think that that was a nice contribution to it yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: that's cool that's so, really I mean, cool. those
5: those kind of highlights of, like, just people showing, like, fascinated and actually sort of catching a glimpse of a potential future where we're not relying on fossil fuels and things. where yeah. like, actually, this actually looks a lot more viable than people even realize. You know, I mean, I for me, I guess my highlight,
1: excuse me for stealing your shine a little bit, but I saw the car on campus and I had no idea what the hell it was. And... When I finally heard what it was, I was like, I actually spoke to Natia, I was like, look, dude, we're gonna have to bring you guys into studio so we can talk about this. Because looking at it, I mean, we'll post uh, a picture on Instagram. Uh, follow me at Jack underscore five foot four, and I'll, you know, post it a little bit later. But I mean, the look of the car itself—it's—it's it's something from twenty thirty-five or something. It looks so so cool, man. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable Nati you are going to Say yeah, mo- a few things
4: Well most definitely It is a beautiful design So to the team Big ups A whole lot to them nah. Then on the other hand For me The most Interesting part uh, Or One thing which really Gave me The hope to go into the race With A good start Was the fact that We were the first team To totally pass Scrutineering mm. Yeah So that in itself Just told me Listen This is a different breed Of of the team And we're really Going to go the distance And for me, from there on, it was an interesting step-by-step phase right up until the end. A lot of challenges, but believe me you, sleeping on a stretcher in a small tent, back for the first two days, oh Lord, it's another situation altogether, camping. But when you get to the end, you really realize, listen, this was worth it because you know what has really gone into actually getting to where you are. And the team, you can actually see how elated they are when they get to the end jumping into the pool of water there at the vienna waterfront you could tell that the team really achieved something and our dean uh, for the faculty of engineering actually flew down to meet us there and you could tell he was really ecstatic about what uh, what we had accomplished so that for me put together the whole trip and made me feel you know what definitely come twenty eighteen. I need to be part of the next team And I need to find more improvements And ways to ensure that this team Does better than what it did this year That's really cool man
1: That is really cool um, I heard Kyle mention an award Somewhere there in the, He just threw it in there He just snuck it in there He was like you know They gave us this extra award You know um, let's, let's talk about the awards What did you guys receive Other than the environmental award I believe
5: So <clears throat> Yeah I'm trying to think
1: uh,
2: not so okay. many, so many, oh, so many. many. Don't even know where, where, to where do we start. We did? Where like, where do we start? Collaboration of like the year, <laughs> year. You know,
3: <laughs> invention of the year.
4: <laughs> no, no. You know what? Uh, on this year's one, there were a bit uh, a limited structure in terms of awards, as they are currently actually expanding the Cecil Solar Car Challenge. Okay. But the things which we had actually won were mostly on our personal goals. That's where I think we really achieved a lot. So we went in with set goals when we achieved them, we felt we had won a lot and we knew where we stood. Especially if ever you look at it like this, in 2012 when I was looking at the stats from Cecil, these guys, they tell us in comparison to the international teams we had a huge margin within the top five, your top ten regions it was always or mostly your international teams Yeah. but now they're saying if you look, compare the two, our local teams are really Growing in leaps and bounds And they're getting to a place Whereby they're actually competing With the international teams Yeah, And you need to look at it And understand that Some of these international teams Like uh, TUT for one We were working with the budget In our class We were the least funded team And yet we managed to Out of 14 registered teams We positioned number 6 internationally And number 2 in South Africa That is deep Now, with all of that said and done, you need to understand that these international teams, the most funded team came in with roughly, this is not an exact figure, 100 million. Wow. (laughs) Now, you're competing against teams which are looking for 2 million, going to 3. These people are coming in with that type of funding. So that's why we go down and sit down and say, listen, we really, really need our huge conglomerates to come on board and to actually interact and try and see where can they fit in in this sphere of the Cecil Solar Car Challenge.
1: I think it's, it's really interesting when you consider the fact that it's Cecil that put together <laughs> this competition type thing. I, I, I don't know, I, I, am I the only person who sees the irony in this?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can't be. No, no, I guess then you can look at it like this. Uh, all these fuel companies have come to a point whereby they're realizing at, that at one point or another. Using fossil fuels is going to come to an end. Yeah. There's new ingenuity coming into play. So now what do you do? Big conglomerates will forever be on the side of winning because they always ensure that wherever there's money to be made or wherever there's progress to be made, they are on that side. So it's no coincidence that Tesla is actually on the other end of this. They're the ones creating the platform for us to get uh, your renewable energy vehicle.
1: That is really cool.
4: And they're not doing it independently, if you could say, because we've got people like TIA, the Technology Innovation Agency. They have come on board in a very big way, and they are still also looking to grow their support and the way they get involved in this particular program. So you'd say the government is actually realizing what it's worth, and they are wanting to put in more towards this And it encourages our students to say, listen, there is actually room for growth within our country. You say there's no jobs, create your own jobs.
1: That is really cool, man. Um, I know this might be, you know, somewhat of a difficult question to to answer, but how far are we from, you know, sustainable, renewable energy being used, you know, for, for cars? Like, is that day going to be coming anytime soon whereby you can buy a car and just drive with the sun (laughs) so
5: so I was telling Johannes during the race that when I was in primary school I was convinced that by the time I was 18 and driving a car it wouldn't be a petrol car yeah but that didn't happen (laughs) 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 but yeah
0: yeah but I think it's more than just about driving on the sun um, this This whole challenge and coming back to Cecil as a sponsor is they driving innovation, yeah, so even it is maybe uh, it, it's, it seems ironic that they support fuel and now they support the electrical drive, you create engineers, you create um, actually optimization in every level you create engineering students and engineers that you can employ one day yeah now that's what the solar challenge is about is you optimize every aspect of the car and our industry can use that because they don't always have the funding and the time to optimize every component we as students can do that yeah and they use that technology to put into electrical vehicles and that think, is really cool. And, and I think that is the whole drive between, or for the solar challenge. So eventually, yes, if you can optimize your, your electrical drive, your uh, electrical usage, your battery capacity, you might be able to, short distances, run solar only. If you compare the top teams, they manage 700 kilometers a day solar power only. Wow. You see, so it it is so becoming a possibility <laughs> slowly but surely. Yeah. Yes. I, I, plus, you'd be hard pressed to find someone who drives
1: 700 kilometers per day in a <laughs> petrol car. You know what I mean? Well, you got to mm. fill up about twice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that is pretty hectic.
3: Um, in terms of other innovations, we've we've got the solar powered car now. Are we looking in into diverting into something different from the cars?
5: As a team or as, as a, a university? Uh, there, there's lots of small innovations that are sort of associated with the car. Um, and I think as a solar car team, we obviously are mostly focused on the, the car and getting a the next car and the new innovations related to it. Um, but... As a sort of faculty and as an engineering faculty at the university, I mean, there's thousands of little projects and innovations here and there.
0: I think if you you just look at the manufacturing process of making a carbon car, there are conventional ways and there are faster, low cost, not as perfect, but close to perfect. And these are the avenues that we explore and try to, to, to perfect even more. So, and I think that's, and even if it's about body design or having a, a easier way to remove your tires from the car or whatever it may be, you try to optimize and simplify every aspect of the car and that's what engineering is about.
5: And I think, um, like this, this car that we've just done, I mean, a good chunk of the sort of non-essential or non-structural parts were 3D printed. Um, it's sort of like I remember one late night we were busy working and we were like oh we need that part okay let me go print yeah and I I mean that was like that was the, partly the norm in the process of building the car it's like no let's just print it and like I mean that technology wasn't around a couple of years well it's been around a while but like yeah. it wasn't prevalent yeah um, and I mean even within that there's all sorts of experiments we want to try to do where we will print a sort of an internal sort of mold and put carbon over it and then dissolve out the insides and all sorts of cool things I get. Um, yeah, so, I mean, all of those things, we're pushing all the little bits of technology that we touch with the car project.
2: Now, coming from a institution that struggles for for good news, you know, for struggles to, to be seen as one of the, the best institutions in the country, what does a project like this do not only for the institution, uh, but for your students as well? Because, you know, uh, if you look up to UT, you won't find a lot of sun chasers in there, which... Are there, but don't get talked about enough?
4: Well, on that one, now you really hit it hard, and it's something which a lot of people always ask and have, a, have got a concern about. On the road, I'll just give you a small scenario. On the road, we were hosting a lot of activations, educational activations for students. With Johannes, he runs multiple projects from the institution, which actually are, uh, what you call them? Uh, Interactions with the community So what would happen They would ask you Listen I see you've got uh, Such and such a program It's so exciting What a good initiative But I've got a problem You guys are always on the news For strikes This and the other I think this on it In itself the way we have actually come around and changed this to say, listen, when we're doing the, SASO, the 2016 Sasol Solar Car Challenge, we need to ensure that our team and our institution is put on the map and people really know what it's about. Because with this, it has proven it with no reasonable doubt that TUT is one of the best engineering faculties in the country, period. Whether you like it or not, we are there and we are, pro- we are occupying that space. Those who have been in the forefront in the past are now realizing listen this institution has got what it takes and they are doing it beyond reasonable doubt and they are still going for gold because we can't sit back i think we create the environment where students feel as if the only progressive thing to do is be involved in your strikes your drinking and all of that so when you actually create an environment where students are feeling listen there's a lot more going on within my institution than just having me sitting at res and being idle because at the end of the day idle minds always come up with the most insane and unprogressive things
2: (laughs) yeah so that's
4: what we're about and i think this is what's going to actually open up doors and people are going to have that interest of find out what else do we have in tut and i can tell you now we've got a lot of initiatives and a lot of programs we're running
5: uh, yeah, <clears throat> Excuse up, sorry. A lot of my friends don't think I have a real job. What? <laughs> well,
2: a lot of our friends don't think we have real jobs either. So yeah, but it's like no,
5: like sort of. I'll, I'll hang out and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm building a solar car," and they're like, "What?" Yeah. And then I'll be like, "Oh, we we we're busy helping some guys, so and them, like, print a three a humanoid robot." And then like, no, we're designing an artificial nest for ground hornbills. Like, there's just tons of cool stuff going down. Like, I think I during the solar car project more or less by accident and doing a favor for a favor to to get stuff done we ended up 3d printing a mold for a prosthetic foot for a two-year-old little girl oh wow so i mean like and that but that was (laughs) a somewhat spontaneous sort of accidental (laughs) collaboration yeah but uh, like there's so much cool stuff going down like we just I, i don't know i have fun
1: cool i mean at this point in time if if there's anyone out there that wants to go into the field of engineering and they had doubts or whatever. I think you've just removed all of those doubts, man. Like, I all of a sudden, I wish I studied engineering, man. I mean, you guys are essentially pushing the envelope on so many different things. I mean, I would have never thought you could, you know, print a prosthetic leg and all of this stuff. I mean, the the the, the, the boundaries are non-existent at this point in time. You guys are pushing the envelope all all the time. The car looks absolutely cool. You moved it from Pretoria all the way to uh, Cape Town without a single breakdown. I, it seems as if I'm sitting in the studio with a bunch of supermen.
2: <laughs> you know, who, who don't have kryptonite seemingly. You know, <laughs> uh, you guys keep talking about the future, keep talking about 2018. And Johannes, you've been saying a lot. You've been saying this word a lot. Uh, we are students. Is being part of this a lot of learning, like a lot of constant learning and adapting and changing uh, your methods?
0: yes i think that is but that is what engineering is about you have a problem and you need to find a solution there's no textbook solution and i think that is what we want to give our students is listen yeah there's the problem I want six solutions and then we handpick the first two that we can try and then we can solve it there's no way no it's easy to do we do it this way no that's definitely not the best way find us more ways and then we can see what is really the best way and students do like challenges give them a challenge they will work on it and it's the same like school kids I mean you give them something that they, they like and something they wonder about and they will really try to make it work and, and it's one thing to publish a paper and to do a simulation that we've done before, but make it work in real life. When yeah. you actually see, you get a reality check and say, whoa, it seems nice the software, but it must be a glitch because it's not working in real life. We had to tweak a few things.
2: In terms of engineering, in terms of innovation uh, in the country and personally, I suppose, what, what excites you? What have you seen that you think is going to sort of change the landscape of engineering?
5: Yeah, so... Uh, so i 'm actually sort of what it 's called an industrial designer okay and which is i mean we we are a unique breed in the in the sense that no one actually knows what we do i think um, <laughs> i don 't know these guys are going to disagree or agree but uh, so at tut we fall under engineering, and we kind of like that space because we get to collaborate on projects like the the solar car in other institutions uh, they fall under arts or somewhere else because it could be furniture design or anything like that it 's sort of a, a, a mixture. But uh, within that space, within the space of sort of design and design interfacing with engineering and all of that, to me there's tons of spectacular opportunities around um, sort of communication, optimizing systems. Um, So I'm having lots of fun working with electrical guys because they can understand sort of big picture systems. So when you design a, a car and a cruise control in a car, you don't have to just make it, oh, I want to go this speed, done no that car can figure out a thousand things taking in multiple inputs to to work out well actually if you go at this speed it's better and uh, like i mean and you can use things like weather traffic whatever and all of those kind of ideas and those sort of bizarre thinking um that excites me most um and also we're continually pushing the envelope of technology software everything i mean i think yeah i, I play with software like <laughs> like i think i have yeah, my desk is always about four computers on and I am perpetually installing and experimenting with new software and the reason I do it is I want to learn it because if I learn it I can teach it to students and to pass it on but I can also say okay what are these guys doing oh that's interesting and maybe it's in a completely bizarre domain mm. that doesn't actually fit within engineering but you can transpose it and use it for innovation
0: I think what is very important as well is uh, students need to see There's a certain path that we teach students and there's a certain basic concept of engineering and what you do as an engineering job, but that's not where it ends. It ends where your imagination ends. So if you say, but listen here, maybe can't we do that? Let's sit down around the table and see how far can we push that dream and make it work. In the space that we have and you will actually be amazed to see but we can do actually a lot more and you as a student can do a lot more than what you thought was possible if you look at all the, stu- the previous students who were on the previous solar car uh, teams and also in the budget teams not one of them struggled to find employment yeah. because these industries they know listen here these Oaks they know what they're doing they make something work and that's what you want the attitude is right and they've got the skills and they get employment
2: I would love to see Kyle's uh, living space—not even workspace, but where you live. What a mess! What a, an, an interesting, adventurous mess that must be. <laughs> so,
5: so you, you joke and you mention the word mess. Uh, on the team, they—they they always laugh because I perpetually am losing everything. <laughs> uh, and in our office, uh, my desk is, is absolute chaos. And generally, where I'm occupied for a little while is chaos. But I, it's because I, I'm sort of trying to interface with a thousand things at once, and. I enjoy it It exhausts me It exhausts those around me Because Like Every day I have something cool That I want to Experiment with But it, it's Yeah To me I, That's a sort of a passion of Well That's Like I just like doing cool stuff Yeah <laughs> And uh, like You just do cool stuff And then Hopefully you Change the world Doing it
1: yeah, well, I, I think you're on the fast track to doing that, man. This this is just genius.
2: Let's break some shit and change the world. Man. Yeah. Why <laughs> not? Accidentally, so something. You
1: have to break a few <laughs> eggs to make an omelet, man. That's that's just facts. We're facts, talking facts.
2: about the Sun Chaser 2. What happened to the one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, one is still there in the lab. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, we've utilized a lot of the components from one, and it was part of our, our whole funding and design strategy. So when we designed one, we had a very limited budget. And we said, okay, what is the most crucial part of a solar car that can be reused. And we decided to go for top-notch motors and controllers for, for one, but we did not have the budget and the funding to go, to go and buy the best batteries and the best solar panels. Yeah, And we realized okay, solar panels, especially these ones on the car, they're very fragile, and they might not last more than one season. So we reused the, 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 the motors and the controllers, and now we had budget to um, improve the batteries and the solar panels on two. But it's a pity to see solar cars not being used. So our our desire is really to see, but can't we utilize one and get another university or another school involved and say, let us help you. Let's optimize one again with some additional funding and get your guys in the race that you can have that same learning experience. That's really cool. Cool. That is really cool,
1: man. Um, Look, man, unfortunately, like we have run out of time. Uh, I'm... I'm stuck Like I'm stuttering and stuff Because my mind has just been filled With so many cool things Like right now I feel like being a radio personality Isn't enough But (laughs) 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 Thank you guys so much For coming through Um just final words If you have You guys any. must
5: come with In the next race And give us commentary The whole way down That would be cool oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Okay we are there already Where's the <laughs> starting line Let's go to the starting <laughs> yeah, line Right no, now It's, it's a proper <laughs> you, can, you can run parties In the evenings And hey. comment on the race During Jeez. the day
1: You see what I'm saying We need people like Kyle In this planet exactly. Like seriously Oh man Um, So how do we keep up with you guys on social media platforms? Nati, this is you. This this is you. (laughs) All
4: right. No, I've already prepared that for that one. Well, on Facebook, you can catch us at TUT Solar Car. Okay. On Instagram, TUT Solar Team. Twitter, TUT Solar Team 1. Yeah. And also for further information and also if ever you'd like to communicate with us with regards to our Plans for the future. You can email me directly at setuze n n s e t u s e n n at t u t dot a c dot z n. All
1: right. That that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that, uh, guys. I I can't thank you enough for coming through. It's it's really been interesting, man. It's it's been a, a full hour of nothing but, you know, eye opening, you know. Innovative thinking And Kudos to you guys Well done on A fantastic job um, I'm just glad Everything went According to plan And you guys You know Crossed all the T's And dot, dotted all the I's Man Thank you so much For coming through Thank you Thank you Thanks very for much having For us. having us Man Ah, man. So Neo Londi yes. uh, What are we doing With our lives now Should we Should we be Signing up to be Engineers one day Like what, What's happening
3: Um
1: Okay, just yeah. so you know, no one can hear you scratching your heads.
3: <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> this <Yeah>. is <laughs>
4: hey, a wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay <laughs>
1: Remember man um For those Since these people Don't have an answer Uh For those people uh, Who want to Get into contact With these guys Remember on Instagram It's At TUT Solar Team On Twitter It's At TUT Solar Team 1 And uh To contact Nati All you have to do Is email him On Setuse NN At TUT Dot A C Dot TUT is not a bad school People Okay. Not even myself and Nell come from there, so don't <laughs> miss around. Don't screw around, man. Uh, but uh, it it was it was dope. Uh, for those of you that want to be a part of the conversation on Twitter, uh, please follow us at J N G underscore live, and uh, we'll keep the conversation going. Keep uh, you know with the hashtag twenty something. It's been dope. Just like that, we are we are we are out of here, man. We out. We are done. We're finished. Don't cry, Londi
3: no not even
0: <laughs> cliffcentral.com